What is going on, everybody? What is going on? It is your boy, Darian, and I am officially here saying that this is the Darian Hopkins Show. Where it be sports talk, where it be entertainment, where it be anything that's going on with sports and entertainment world, we will be doing it right here on the Darian Hopkins Show. So if this is your first time ever being here, right here at the Darian Hopkins Show, we highly suggest that you subscribe, hit the bell button, and get the latest news on all entertainment and sports news as well. So I really appreciate you coming by the channel, and we'll see you on the other side. Peace. What is going on everybody? What is going on? It is your boy Darian coming to you live with another video and another premiere of the Darian Hopkins show. This is episode one of the Darian Hopkins show and we are live from Rec Philly and sponsored by Wet Grass and Rec Philly as well. So shout out to everybody that is a part of Rec Philly and a part of this movement. This is where it's being actually recorded at and I am so excited to give you all episode one of the Darian Hopkins show. And now I am here to give y'all my AFC and my NFC predictions. This is just going to be strictly sports, strictly football. And we're going to have ourselves a great time talking about these four games that's going on two on Saturday and two on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get straight into it. Let's get straight into the first game on Saturday where we have the Jacksonville Jaguars going into the Kansas City Chiefs in Chiefs Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be very, very interesting to watch. I am very, very excited to see what's going to happen for this game here. Now, we all know that the Jacksonville Jaguars is one of those teams I'm telling you now, they one of those teams that you really don't want to sleep on when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson has done this before. If you want to be completely honest, he has done this before when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles having a backup quarterback. But they do have a franchise quarterback in Jacksonville in Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor Lawrence, we all know at the end of the day that he's been on a, a custom bad coaches, bad organization moves, not going in and bringing in players, anything of that nature. But they still doing what they need to do to win football games at the end of the day. So they end up winning the AFC North. And once they won the AFC North, they was able to get that fourth seed and go on and beat the Los Angeles Chargers, a.k.a. the Los Angeles Chokers, in a great game, being down 27 to nothing and being down 30 to 7 going into this. So I'm very, very interested to watch. I'm very, very interested to see what's going to happen here for this team. Now we go over to the Kansas City Chiefs where they did have a first round bye with the number two seed. And I really did like what they did so far with the Kansas City Chiefs, knowing they still lost Tyreek Hill in the regular season. They lost a few other players in the offseason as well. And they ended up trading him to the Miami Dolphins, which almost beat the Buffalo Bills. But we'll get into that another time and another day. But I have to say this though, when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. One thing about Andy Reid, he has his team prepared. I, as a Raiders fan, I can't deny success. And people be mad at me because, oh, you're a Raiders fan. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be that. No. As a Raiders fan, that organization turned around when they hired Andy Reid. Andy Reid won his first Super Bowl as a Kansas City Chief, which he could not get it done in Philadelphia for five straight years. Five straight years. 
So with that being said, I'm sitting here like, okay, Andy Reid is going to get it done. He's going to make sure that he's going to win a championship somewhere else if it's not going to be in Philadelphia. And he has. He drafted Patrick Mahomes. He drafted Tyree Hill. He drafted, I don't know, I don't think he drafted Travis Kelsey if I'm not mistaken, but he drafted very well every year. And his organization is right behind him. So I can't even be mad. I can't even be mad on Kansas City and their success every year. No matter if they lose players, no matter if players depart, no matter if players is just not winning at the end of the day. If they just not, if they just not don't want to win and they want to leave Kansas City, that's another story for another time, in my opinion. So when it comes down to it, and when it comes down to the Kansas City Chiefs, these two teams with, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is not going to be a walk in the park, y'all. This would not be a walk in the park. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's a possibility that they could really pull this off. With that offense, with Christian Kirk, they went out and got in the offseason. Zay Jones from my Raiders, they went out and got in the offseason. Travis Etienne coming off of the Achilles injury, having 1,000 yards this year. You have a Trevor Lawrence that has improved from being under Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson and now a, a playoff winning quarterback. And you don't want to get off. You don't want to talk about this defense because this defense is playing to the ball. They went out and drafted their defense with a little bit of mixture of veterans, but they went out and drafted this, this defense and Josh Allen on the defense side, not the quarterback from the, the Buffalo Bills, but Josh Allen, the defensive player that's with the Jacksonville Jaguars, is the leader of this football team. Is the leader. You can't tell me anything about it. You can't say he's, he's this, he's that. He's their leader. He gets them motivated. He gets them going. And on the opposite side, you on the opposite side, you have the Kansas City Chiefs, where they have multiple of ways to win games when it comes to Patrick Mahomes with his legs. When it comes to Travis Kelsey, he's really his number one target. I have not seen much from Juju Smith Schuster, but he does get some things done some way, somehow. And then you have Jared McKinnon. Well, I really think that Jared McKinnon is the X factor. In this offense. Because he can catch the ball at the backfield. He can run in between the tackles. You have Sky Moore, the rookie. That's really, really good. So in my personal opinion, I'm sitting here looking at this like, yo. This offense still moved the way it moved without a Tyreek Hill. And I feel like Tyreek Hill is a dynamic player, which I know he wanted out of Kansas City. But Patrick Mahomes said, you leave, no problem. I'm going to. I'm still going to do what I do. It's still being MVP quarterback. I just don't need you, and I showed that this year because they're the number two seed in the, in, in the whole NFL. I think in the AFC, if I'm not mistaken. So, with this game, it's a lot at stake because everybody's moving on to Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship game. I don't see that happening. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. I, if I am the Kansas City Chiefs, I will not be looking over the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. If I am there, I will not be looking them over. You know why? Because I'm that type of person where you don't look over the team that's in front of you. Because the team that's in front of you probably is more hungrier than you. So, yeah, 
I'm going to say in an upset because I feel like Kansas City is not looking. I mean, they are looking over. They're definitely looking over Jacksonville. The NFL is looking over Jacksonville. You got to be kidding me. There's no way that you say, oh, it must, it's going to be a neutral field and tickets is already sold for Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship game. So you're telling me the NFL playoffs is rigged? Please do not tell me that. Please do not tell me that. Because if it is, then that's a problem. That's a huge problem. And I need the Jacksonville Jaguars to win in an upset. And I love both offenses. I love both defenses, which is both defenses. They bend but don't break. They bend but don't break. But I take it. They better than my Raiders. Both teams are better than my Raiders. Sorry to say. You can say whatever you want. Because I'm keeping it 100% raw and uncut with this, 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 this playoffs. I'm keeping it real on the Darian Hopkins show. Absolutely keeping it real. So, yeah, I'm actually taking the Jacksonville Jaguars in an upset. I'm taking 37-34. It's going to be a high-scoring game. So, when it comes down to the Jacksonville Jaguars winning this game, key things that they need to do is establish the run against the Kansas City Chiefs. If you want to win this football game, go and look at the Raiders and Chiefs when Josh Jacobs put up almost 170 yards rushing on the ground. I know you can make adjustments, and I know that you can try to figure out how to stop the run, but Travis Etienne is a dog. He's a dog. And that guy can really run. That guy can really ball. That guy can really go out there and give you 110% out the backfield and catching the ball out the backfield, making another receiver for Trevor Lawrence. Same thing for Jared McKinnon for the Kansas City Chiefs. Same exact thing is no different is no different at all. So me personally, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Kansas city can win this game too, but I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's just something about the Jacksonville Jaguars is telling me that they're, they're trying to do what Doug Peterson did in Philadelphia. But the difference between Philadelphia and the difference between Trevor Lawrence and, and, Doug, and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars is that they have their starting quarterback. But Doug Peterson won it with Nick Foles, a backup quarterback. So, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars because I believe in Doug Peterson. And people fail to forget this when it comes to that. People fail to forget this. They fell that Doug Peterson is an understudy for Andy Reid. He's an understudy. So how you forget that? How? There's no way you should forget that. He was there in Kansas City under Andy Reid. He was there in Philadelphia under Andy Reid the first time around. He knows his system. Eric B. Enemy, you got to be creative on offense. Because Doug Peterson knows what's coming. And he's getting his defensive coordinator prepare for that so yeah like i said i'm taking the jacksonville jaguars anybody can at me on that and i'm taking them in an upset i'm not saying it because i'm a raiders fan i just feel like kansas city is taking over for 
They 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 looking over they looking over Jacksonville. They looking forward to Buffalo in the AFC Championship game when Buffalo didn't even win a game yet. Buffalo ain't play a game yet. In Kansas City, looking over teams like the underdogs in Jacksonville. So I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game, ladies and gentlemen. I'm taking them to win this game. So we won't go into the next game, ladies and gentlemen. And that next game will be the New York Football Giants. That beat the Minnesota Vikings last weekend in an upset. And I and they going into Philadelphia. Where where I'm at right now, they're going into Philadelphia and they play the number one seed, the overall number one seed in football, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a tough one, man. This is really a tough one for me. Because Philadelphia has struggled down the stretch. And it's hard to beat a team in one season three times in a row. That's my biggest issue. Can Philadelphia pull it off? I don't think so. But they probably can. But I'm going to go with my heart and go with the hometown team. Yes, I'm going to go with the hometown team. Because the hometown team is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants... I got to commend them, man. I really have to commend them. Dumb boys been playing all year, all year long, and Brian Dable was the right fit for them. He wanted to go in and win now, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's winning now, and he's going to build off this team. Same thing for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is no different. The Philadelphia Eagles built this team year after year after year. And I, and, and I like the way... You know, Howie Roseman put this team together for Philadelphia. I like the way this the, or the owner for the, the New York Giants putting that team together. So I'm not mad. I wish we had Brian Dable as a Raiders coach. Another story for another time. But at the end of the day, I say this. Jalen Hurts is going to be the key factor. Daniel Jones is going to be the key factors. In the running game for both teams... Can they contain Saquon Barkley? Can this defense contain Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, Miles Sanders? Wide receivers, it's not really a comparison there. We all know that A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith is them boys. We all know that. We know that they them guys. But what we do know, we got some underrated receivers in New York. Richie James came on the scene this year when Kenny Galladay is getting paid a whole bunch of money not to do nothing. A whole bunch of money not to do nothing. So yeah, Bellinger, the tight end for the Giants, very underrated. Dallas Goddard, a, 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 probably a top 10 tight end in this league. Arguably top five. So they have the weapons. The defense is good for Philly, but Philly has been giving up a lot in the last three to four games. Especially against Dallas on a 4th and 18. And he gained 22 against T.Y. Hilton. A banged up T.Y. Hilton at that. So, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, you want to get this game. Especially for James Bradbury, knowing that he was a former Giant last year. So, he wants to. He definitely wants to get this win for the third straight time. The third straight time. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game. I just feel like the firepower for the Giants is not enough for what Philadelphia has to offer. But are the Giants hungry? And can the Eagles look over the Giants? Absolutely not. You can't look forward to the NFC Championship. You can't be like Kansas City. I don't want y'all, I don't want Philadelphia to be like Kansas City. But what I do know that Jalen Hurts is an MVP in this league. Even with him being hurt for a couple games and Gartner Minshew had to come in. But Jalen Hurts had a hell of a season. A very improving season that he could definitely be an MVP caliber quarterback in this league. More developing. And you know, mind you, this is his second year being a full-time starter, I think. I think it's first of his second year. Don't quote me on that. But what I do know is that Daniel Jones is, is right in that element. Daniel Jones has improved this year under Brian Dable. And Brian Dable made him a different quarterback this year. Gave him accountability, gave him responsibility of how he was playing. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So this defense for the Philadelphia Eagles, that front four is good. The Fletcher Cox, the the um the Kazir White at linebacker. But you got a good front four for the Philadelphia Eagles. My only concern with that Eagles defense is the linebacker court because Kazir White is the only consistent linebacker on that defense. So if Saquon Barkley get into that second level, I'm looking for Kazir White to make that tackle. Edwards, I'm not a big fan of. And I'm not really a big fan of the 4-2-5. I've two linebackers with a, with a guy like Saquon Barkley running in between the tackles. Uh, Robert Quinn, I think he's on injury reserve. He's done for the year. You still have Hassan Riddick. That is very, very underrated at the, at the pass rusher position. He's going to get to Daniel Jones if this offensive line don't, if, don't protect Daniel Jones. Simple as that. They're not going to protect him. Hassan Riddick is one of the best pass rushers in this league outside of Michael Parsons and Max Crosby. No if ands, or buts about it. But on the opposite side, the Giants have Dexter Lawrence. That's really been good as a D-tackle. And this defense has very, really been underrated for the New York Giants. So, yeah, I like this game right here on Saturday, which I'll be doing both of them games on my other channel, which is Spotlight Football Talk. I'll be live streaming both of the games, the Jaguars in Kansas City, in New York, and Philadelphia. But like I said, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game 27-24. Jake Elliott kicks a field goal and advances them to the NFC Championship. But I'm telling you now, Philadelphia, I'm telling you now, you better not, in your world, you better not ever overlook the New York Giants. Because three times is a charm, man. Three times is a charm. So you don't want to go in there thinking that you're advancing without playing this game. So get it together, man. Get it together. And we get on to the Sunday games. We on to the Sunday games. Sunday games is the best games of the week for me. And I like these two matchups here. These two matchups are definitely two jugger four juggernaut juggernaut teams that's trying to get to the conference championship and be in that conference championship next week. It's gonna be fun to watch, man. Especially with the AFC champions 
of the Cincinnati Bengals going into Buffalo against the Buffalo Bills. Now, we know we have the backstory about this. They played on Monday night and they could not finish due to DeMar Hamlin's injury. And I'm happy that that man is able to walk and go into the facility to actually still live his life if he wants to come back and play football again. But Cincinnati and Buffalo both want this game. They feel like it's unfinished business with them. And they have every right to feel that way. They have every right to have that unfinished business. You know why? Because that game would have been so good on Monday night in week 18. It would have been so great for them. I would have loved every bit of it. Because that game was turned out to be so good. So good. But no. It wasn't, it wasn't finished. So this is the unfinished game for me. And I'm going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals at first. Joe Burrow, what a phenomenal year for him. Even though his offensive line struggled in the beginning. But what a phenomenal year for Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. They have some weapons over there that Buffalo's going to have to struggle with. Because Buffalo struggled against Miami. Sure did. They struggled bad against Miami. And I... I have to say, like, Buffalo, you cannot play the way you played last week against Miami. It gets a seventh-round pick in Skylar Thompson from Kansas State. Almost beat you on your home on your home field. Came back from what a they was y'all was up what two touchdowns? And Miami kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And y'all end up coming out with the window at the end of the day. Same thing for Cincinnati. They let they let Baltimore hang around last week. You cannot let that happen in wild card games or in the playoffs. You can't let teams hang around. You got to keep the foot on their necks. And that's something that Buffalo and Cincinnati did not do last week in the wild card games. So hopefully them these teams has made adjustments. And it's going to be a chess match. It's going to be good. It's going to be good to watch. But me personally, I know for a fact that this team is going to punch each other in the mouth. They both going to counter punch. They both going to talk trash. They both going to be physical. Stefan Diggs does a lot of trash talking. So do Jamar Chase. But Jamar Chase is on more of a humble side. And Stephon Diggs has every right to be the way he is because he's that guy. He's just that guy. You can't tell me nothing else. He's that guy. You got Singletary that runs the football. Joe Mixon is a different type of running back. He's very underrated in the NFL. Nobody talks about him. But he's over 1,000 yards rushing almost every year when he's healthy. Almost every year. So, yeah, I'm definitely taking... The Cincinnati Bengals to win this game. Yes, I said it on record. Y'all can say whatever y'all want in the comments because I don't care. This is the Darian Hopkins show. This is 100% raw and uncut. Like I said, the Cincinnati Bengals is going to beat the Buffalo Bills. In Buffalo. Cannot tell me nothing about that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Joe Burrow is Joe Cool. Buffalo is looking forward to playing Kansas City. In the AFC Championship, like I said, in the Kansas City matchup. 
They're looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to Buffalo and Kansas City in the AFC Championship. No, so I'm going on a different route. I had the Jaguars in the AFC in a conference. I have Cincinnati beating Buffalo. So we have two different teams, not really two different teams, but a different team that's in the AFC Championship game, and that's Jacksonville and Cincinnati. I love that matchup. I think that would be a great game. Two young quarterbacks, both number one overall picks. I'm sorry, but I like that matchup better than Kansas City and Buffalo. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. And I feel like that Buffalo defense is going to hinder the Buffalo offense. It's going to hinder them because they give up too too much yards and they give up too much points in the second half. And we saw that against Miami. And Cincinnati knows how to make adjustments in the second half. But Cincinnati can't let Buffalo hang around. You get up and you eat clock. But you still play aggressive in some ways if you run on first and second downs. And you want to get a couple of yards there, do a play action. Run, run, pass. Sometimes the NFL, they try to complicate an offense. Where you can only just make this simplify it. Just simplify it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But I like Cincinnati here. I feel like Buffalo is a good football team. They're they one of the best teams in the AFC. Absolutely. But I like underdogs that get overlooked. And Cincinnati, knowing they are the AF, the, 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 actually the AFC champions, it's just somebody knocked them off. And everybody is, is saying Buffalo against Cincinnati. Cincinnati got something to say about that. And one th- and this, is how, this is what I'm going to say about Kansas City and Buffalo. One thing I can say about these teams, they like to punch people in the mouth. Yeah, they do. They like to punch people in the mouth. But they don't like when they get countered. Just like boxing. They don't like when they get countered. You know why they don't like when they get countered? Because they don't like to be punched in the mouth. They think they can just pound and pound and pound. And they think they don't get pound back. Jacksonville is coming to counter punch. And so is Cincinnati. So I have Joe Burrow going down. On the final drive. Of this game. And I am taking. Cincinnati to win this game over Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. My score. 27-30. Cincinnati. I love it. And I like it. Absolutely. I love it and I like it. So absolutely, y'all. Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati, Jacksonville in the AFC Championship for me. And last but not least, the game of all games in this divisional round. The game of all games in this divisional round. And that would be the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. America's team against the San Francisco 49ers. I am ecstatic about this game. I don't care about the other three games like that. I care about this one. Because there's so much history behind this game. Every time you think of a divisional game. Every time you think of the NFL divisional, an NFC divisional game. 
You think of Packers Niners and Cowboys Niners. They have the most history. They always counter back and forth in the playoffs who they be. From the Michael Irvins to the Jerry Rice to the Troy Aikmans to the Steve Young and the Joe Montanas. The Roger Craigs and the Emmett Smiths. Now you got Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. That's a lot of star power in this game. A lot of star power in this game. And I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this game. Brock Purdy has not won. I mean, has not lost a game since starting. Dak Prescott just blew out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. Four total touchdowns for Dak Prescott. You got Debo for the 49ers. You got CeeDee Lamb for the Cowboys. You got Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott for the Cowboys. But you got Christian McCaffrey. Carolina, you are so dumb for trading him. So dumb. He was your franchise running back. Understand you want to get draft capital and you want to keep rebuilding. But I'm happy Christian McCaffrey got out that situation. He wants to win. And that's what he's doing in San Francisco. He's winning. He's absolutely winning. So, yeah. Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Dalton Schultz. For the Dallas Cowboys, this defense with Micah Parsons and Diggs. You got Fred Warner and you got Nick Bolster on the other side for the 49ers. A lot of star power here. It's a lot of star power here. Hell yeah. And Brock Purdy has been phenomenal. I cannot dog this man at all. This guy is Mr. Irrelevant. The last pick in the NFL 2022 NFL draft. The 49ers have been through a lot this year. Losing Trey Lance. Losing Jimmy Garoppolo. Down to the third string quarterback. And that man never lost the game since he started. And they in San Francisco, ladies and gentlemen. They're on the West Coast. So Dallas is going to have to travel. But will I think this will be a walk in the park game for the 49ers? Absolutely not. Because Dallas got something to say. People can say that, oh, oh, you like the Cowboys. No, I don't like the Cowboys. I just see productivity in Dak. I see productivity in Tony Pollard. I see productivity in this offensive line. Same thing for the 49ers. It's no different. It's no different at all. But what I do know is, is that this team and these teams are going to put up a fight for that NFC championship. Who's going to play the Philadelphia Eagles? And I love what both teams have done down the stretch to make sure their teams are healthy, to make sure, make sure them teams are good. And Dallas is coming off a short week playing on Monday night, which I disagree with. I think all games should be on Saturday and Sunday for Super Wildcard Weekend. There should never be a, num a Monday night game on a Super Wildcard Weekend. That's just my opinion. I think that was the stupidest thing that they've ever done. But at the end of the day, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. Nothing against the Dallas Cowboys. They both look good on paper. They really do. When it comes to defensive ranks, offensive ranks, they both look good. 
But I have to say, San Francisco is more of a complete team than Dallas. They are. I like Dallas, and I like the way they handled things. I like Dallas the way they, they overcame everything that went on this season. But Christian McCaffrey changed the landscape of 49ers football when they traded for him. He's going to be the X factor. And then you have a Debo underrated. Brandon Ayuk underrated. Then you, who's, you, who's going to defend George Kittle? They have a good offensive line. You got Trent Williams versus Micah Parsons. That's going to be a great matchup to watch in the trenches. Would it be a walk in the park for the 49ers? No. But would the 49ers win? Yes. They surely will. And I like it. I like Dallas. But I like the 49ers just a little bit better. Just a little bit better. So I got the 49ers winning this game, man. I got them winning. 40 to 37. Yes, 40 to 37. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think that this, even though that 49ers have the number one defense in football, this is the playoffs. I don't care about regular season stats. I don't care about regular season records. And I'm going to say this for all eight teams that's in right now. I don't care what you did in the regular season as of right now. I don't care. These four games is what matters to get you one step closer to the Super Bowl. So what you did in the regular season with that record, it don't mean shit at this point. It means nothing. What it do mean is you got to go out there and put in the work and go play football. Take you one step closer to that Super Bowl. So this divisional round, I'm, I'm calling out for all teams. One step closer to the Super Bowl. One step closer. Execute. Play complimentary football. Be smart while you out there. So, yeah. These games will be very interesting, man. It'll be very interesting to watch. Very interesting to watch. But before I end this podcast, man, before I end this podcast, I got to put a little story out there. I went and actually go see Stephen A. Smith yesterday. He had his book signing and, you know, for, uh, for Straight Shooter. Congratulations to Stephen A. Smith for a great book so far that I am reading. I left work two hours early to go see that man in Philadelphia at 1901 Vine Street at the, the Free Public Library. I went to go see him. And that man was just as most humblest man that I ever met in my life. Stephen A. Smith is the reason why I'm sitting here today doing this podcast by myself. Because if he can go out there and put out a podcast three times a week and still be on the road signing thousands and thousands of books, being on ESPN First Take, being on Good Morning America, being on Sherry, being on all of this, I could do this just like this, where I have two YouTube channels that just had podcasts on it. Is this one, which is the Darian Hopkins show and spotlight football talk. And Stephen A. Smith put that battery in my back to keep going. Don't quit. Do your research. Don't care what nobody else says. No matter who left your life, no matter if there's no network no more, it doesn't matter who's with you anymore. You still keep doing you. 
Be your authentic self and know your worth. That's what I got out of the gems from me and Stephen A. Smith yesterday. He signed my book. And I told him they, that people say I remind him of Stephen A. 2.0 or baby Stephen A. Smith. When I'm talking and debating sports. And I love the fact that I told him that. I love the fact that I was able to take a picture with him. I love the fact that he's a black man in America being successful where nobody gave him a chance. His mom gave him a chance. God bless her soul. He suffered from dyslexia. Like myself. And that guy does everything in his world to make sure he remains successful from losing his job from ESPN back in 2009 and being rehired with ESPN and never looked back. Leaving the, leaving the Inquirer because he was working at ESPN. Leaving the Inquirer because he knew his worth. And that's what I'm doing here on the Darian Hopkins show. Is knowing my worth and saying what I want to say and how I want to say it 100% raw and uncut on this. This is just more than just sports here. This is more than sports. This is bigger than sports when I met Stephen A. Smith. Bigger than sports. Nobody can tell me nothing. That was a dream that came true. I never thought I would be even close to Stephen A. Smith. And I was. I was. And nobody can tell me a goddamn thing about what he said. Watch the company you keep. And stay focused. Keep your head down, ten toes down, and keep going. Don't quit. So I want to thank you, Stephen A. Smith. Thank you for the gems you dropped. Me leaving two hours of my before my shift was done to come see you. Thank you for the book. Thank you for putting that battery in my bag to keep going and doing this podcast. Because I was going to quit. I was going to quit. But I'm not. I'm here to stay. And look forward to more episodes of the Darian Hopkins show. With different people coming on to the show. Not just seeing me, different guests, interviews with different people in entertainment and in sports. It's going to be a lot to talk about, man. Partner with Rec Philly and now I'm back here. I'm back here. So thank y'all so much for tuning in to the first episode of the Darian Hopkins show. I am Darian Hopkins, your host. And I will see you in the next live stream or in the next video. Thank you so much for tuning in. And make sure you follow me on all social medias at the D Hopkins show on Instagram, the D Hopkins show on Twitter. And you follow me right here on YouTube, the D Hopkins show, the Darian Hopkins show to be exact. Same thing for Spotify, same thing for Apple music, same thing for everything. The D Hopkins show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. And I'll see y'all next week. I'm out of here, y'all.